Hola amigos, how are you? I hope that everything is fine with you. So today is going to be a monologue. This is one story that it's really close to my heart. It's my own transformation. And normally I would share this one on events of storytelling or keynotes. And I feel it's, it's quite relevant to share it here, especially because this podcast is all about encouraging you to share your ideas, your knowledge, your voice, both online and offline. And I want to focus on my own transformation because I used to be extremely ashamed and extremely shy. Um, and I want to share how, how now I have a YouTube channel and podcast and it was a big, big transformation. And I need to go back to when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, I, I grew up in Mexico City. And well, most of you know that I'm Mexican. And if you're Latino, you will understand this phrase that is Calladita te ves más bonita. And in English, if I translate it, it's you look more beautiful when you are quiet. This is a really macho phrase. We know it doesn't need explanation. But this phrase um, was very close to me because even as a joke, and some people would tell that like, okay, don't cause so much trouble. Don't bother others. Be respectful. Be quiet. And my parents would always tell me that because they had the best intention for me, for me to perform in school, to be accepted, to be liked and all that. So it's kind of the nice girl syndrome, let's say. I grew up listening all this many times. And even if it was not completely um, intended to make me be actually quiet, it did. So what I felt is that I needed to command to what my teachers would say. So I was studying and I was... I was a really good student in like everything, <laughs> in elementary school, in high school and all that. And I would rarely, well, I think I would never contradict someone or speak up if I had any issue. I was more in, on the peaceful side, right? And, and I was good at studying. So sometimes when teachers would ask something, I would have the answers. And I wouldn't dare to say it, even if, if I knew. Uh, and I, when I was a kid, I didn't know that there was something wrong. But I started to perceive that when I was in high school, that I would have the answers. And I, would, I wouldn't dare to say it out loud because I didn't want to be the center of attention. And, but I would see like, okay, how someone else would tell it. And I was like, well, that's what I was thinking about. So... Why didn't I say that? And I considered myself back on the time an introvert or a shy person. I would just open up with a few friends that I would trust. And when it was time to choose what I wanted to do like in life, so when I needed to choose my bachelor, funnily enough, I chose to study communications. Because deep, deep, deep down... I liked it. Of course, when I would see 
someone speaking on the microphone or using a camera for me i would i would like it like i would see that even if it was behind the, the camera i was like this uh, this looks super cool so deep down i wanted but on a day-to-day i was like zero on spot and zero on the camera i would even record some videos with my best friends when we were like nine or ten years we would even record morning shows that was super cool but only with them like like a proper introvert right so like only with them with my group of trusted friends no one else i wouldn't like anyone else to see me and to hear me or to watch me nothing just my best friends so i thought it was like a teenager thing when I chose my bachelor it was communications um, yeah I, I did it with the intention to just choose something that was really broad so I would have more years to explore myself to explore my passions because I didn't really know what I wanted to do <laughs> I was really lost like I think almost everyone else to be honest so I gave myself some extra time to choose and to explore And I went to university and in university they were providing kind of four main mm, communication styles. So it was journaling, TV, radio, and the fourth was more like design. And at the end we also saw some marketing, advertising and business. So we saw like almost everything around communication and marketing. And I was giving myself the time to explore in these when I was 18, right? So I was there. And it's very important to mention this to you guys that I was shy. I was ashamed to use my voice. I couldn't even like, I didn't consider myself someone interesting. Let's, let's just summarize it in that way. So I, would, I wouldn't consider myself like worthy. And I was extremely perfectionist and extremely hypercritical with myself. Um, how can you be interesting if you are 18 years? Like, honestly, you know nothing about life. But I was so, so demanding to myself that I, I felt that I, I wasn't worthy to, for instance try radio or try tv or create my own things because some of my classmates they were doing like tv shows or like playing around with radio shows and that at that age i stopped doing it and i uh, I, st i stopped doing it for fun i started doing it because the university they would ask me to and i always thought that okay i i don't have anything to say i'm not interesting at all i don't have a topic and And I also, for television, there was also an option, right? Like being in front of the camera and talk. And again, on my hypercritical Ali, um, she was telling that I was not good looking enough for being in front of a camera. So I started to discard all the possible options. I discarded radio because I was not interesting enough. I discarded TV because I was not good looking enough. And I discarded journaling because even if I love writing, I thought back on the time, uh, remember, this is 11 years ago, no more. How, how many? Yeah, let's say like 11 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. 
I discarded journaling because I, I also thought I was not good enough at writing, like grammar and all that. I was not even allowing myself to learn and explore. No, I was just simply discarding every way of communication, even if deep down I wanted to communicate and I wanted to try speaking and, and talking to the camera, but I just blocked myself from the, that possibility. And when it was time to choose, like it was my time to, to get a job, I needed the money because I was studying in a private university and I pretty much needed the money um, because I discarded TV, journali journalism, radio and all that I, and also graphic design. I also discarded it, I tried and I <laughs> back on the time Canva didn't exist, it was like Photoshop and all that. Again, I was not bad but I was not very good and when you are a perfectionist If you are not excellent, you feel you suck. <laughs> um, so I felt I pretty much suck at everything. The only thing I didn't was at planning, organizing, structuring, and which meant being more of a project manager in the world of marketing. So I chose that. I chose... Back on the time, there, it was not a big thing, digital marketing. So I just landed a job in advertising, in an advertising agency. I was 22. And yeah, it was all about project management. It was called account executive. And at the age of 22, I was doing that because, to be honest, I was good. It was about client relations and presenting creative um ideas but done by the creative people not by me and I was just presenting that and deep deep down I wanted to be a creative I wanted to be one of them uh, but I again it was this self-talk that was telling me that you are not good enough at writing Ali so like don't even try it or you are not really creative like you know because we, these creative people how they look they were like tattooed and they were cool and all these things and they were reading and they knew art and back on the time I was like not not like that I didn't even like reading back on the time um so yeah the time passed and I was again I was good at project management and I I knew that there was something else but I didn't allow myself to explore And now that I say it out loud, it just feels so sad, but it's never too late. So that happened. And my best friend told me that there, there was this um, possibility to be a volunteer in the other side of the world, which was Poland. So he told me like, Ali, you don't even like your job. Like, let's just go. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then we, we came to Europe for two months and then after that trip I came to as a tourist to Budapest the city I live currently I was 24 and I fell in love with the city and then after that I found a scholarship to study my master here and that's another story so <laughs> that, that's another episode but long story short I moved to Budapest and when I was here I studied And again, I started to work in project management. So 
the things that I, w- I was playing, I was playing extremely safe. It was something that I knew I was good at and I would stick to that and that's it. So I closed my mind and I closed myself to trying something else. So it was around 2018. So I was, I think I was like 26. Yeah. When I started to listen my first podcast in Spanish, it's called Se Regalan Dudas. And I was listening it while I was commuting to work. And I was like, this is so amazing. Like, I feel I am with, with friends. I feel, I don't feel alone in these commuting moments. And I also, I wanted to listen Spanish because I live in a country that they don't speak uh, Spanish. So all my days and all my clients and all my day today was in English. So the main reason why I was started to listen podcast is because I wanted to listen Spanish and Mexican Spanish, right? So I was like, oh, this feels so good. Uh, I want to listen more of this. And time passed. I started also to read. Uh, For the first time, I I literally for the first time, (laughs) I started to read like books that I was really passionate about. I got my, I think one of the first books that I was extremely passionate about. It was on 2018, 2019. And it, it's called Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office. So I read it because I, well, I wanted to, well, to climb on the corporate ladder. Back on the time, I didn't have my business. And I knew that I wanted to stop being a nice girl. Why? <laughs> because I was always saying yes to everything. Because I was extremely... Mm, modest I wouldn't recognize my achievements I would let others just say that they did stuff even if I did so they wouldn't give me like the credit and I I would just let everything go because I I was taught to be a nice girl to be kind and all that and if I wouldn't be a nice girl and kind then the other side is being a bitch so I felt I I would be a bitch if I wouldn't just be agreeable. That's why I got that book, because I knew I needed it. And since then, I haven't stopped reading. Like, I got so hooked into self-development world, psychology, neuroscience, spirituality, that since, yeah, 2019, 2018, I haven't stopped reading. Um, so yeah, there I was. Again, my first contact with a podcast and my first contact with a book that I truly loved. And when I read that, I was like, oof, wow, I like this. And I have a big, big need of start communicating somewhere, somehow. And it was on 2020 when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend And then it was my first time of living alone in my flat. And I would have a lot of time, a lot of space for myself. And I was like, okay, I will will play. And then what I did is that I started an Instagram account. And I wanted to share with others what I was reading, what I was learning. Because at that moment, I already was uh, taking some trainings, I was focusing a lot on self-confidence, I started to meditate, 
and I started to consume so much content that I wanted to kind of share my perspective on that. So I couldn't stop the need. Like I literally started everything for the need of self-expression and using my voice. That was <laughs> number one reason why I started. And so I started an anonymous account. I was extremely afraid of being seen by family, friends, ex-colleagues, ex-classmates. I was extremely afraid of being seen on social media and I was extremely ashamed and afraid of someone else reading my thoughts because I feel like, well, maybe, maybe they suck, to be honest. So I was just sharing them anonymously my account used to be called self-discovery journey and then there there it was like the, my instagram account on 2020 was completely anonymous but i felt good for sharing so i was just sharing about some quotes sometimes my own thoughts and i kept on doing that and i started to get a few followers and the followers were coaches And it's when I first found this coaching world. And I was like, oh, what's, what's coaching? I had no clue, literally, like, what was coaching, that it was, like, a big thing. That you, in my mind, literally, you are a psychologist. Or, I mean, you study psychologist, or that's it. And then back on the time, when I started seeing all these accounts, was like, okay, coach, or health coach, career coach, what's all this? And it's when I started to learn more. Like I started to invest on certifications, on trainings about actually learning how to coach someone because for me it was extremely interesting. And I learned more and more and more. And then at some point on Instagram, I started to DM, so to message with some people, uh, some coaches, and then they were telling me like, hey, where are you from? What's your name? And I was like, why would they text me? It was the first time that I told to myself, maybe, I, maybe I'm interesting. Maybe I am not as boring as I thought. Maybe I have something to say. Maybe my grammar doesn't suck that much. Maybe my ideas are a little bit interesting. So it was the first aha moment I had. If someone would ask me, what's my name, tell me your story, or something like that, I saw the need of people to see who was behind that anonymous Instagram account. And it's when I revealed, let's say, my name, my face, and everything, right? Uh, and it was really challenging for me, but I wanted to do it anyways. My next challenge was to make my first video. <laughs> uh, I was introducing myself. I think I filmed it like 10 times. But to be honest, I had time because it was already COVID time. So it was locked down. I was locked at home alone. <laughs> And on top of my nine to five, well, I didn't have anything else to do. So I was just chilling and my, I was recording it like tons of times. And that's how, what happened. And yeah, I had a lot of resistance to the camera. But again, it was interesting because it was resistance, but at the same time, it was a desire. 
I was wanting to share my story with the world. So I did it. And after that, I started to connect with, connect with more and more and more people. And I'm not saying more and more like, oh, I'm an influencer. No, more in depth and more in quality. The people that I've met through Instagram and other social media, it's just people that really get me, like really read the same books as me, have routines, they have gone through similar things and I think I wouldn't have found them in other way, maybe only a couple of them, but yeah, it's been super beautiful. For me, that's the benefit number one of sharing your voice online, your story, your content, your perspective, is because people who resonate with your message will come to you and will stick around. So you have more probabilities to meet people with the same story and yeah, who resonate with your message when you share yourself online or when you learn to craft your story and tell it. And now I can see when um, at this point of my journey that now this is my business. But it started as an anonymous Instagram account. And my commitment with myself is that I wouldn't let perfectionism, hype, being hypercritical, to stop me from sharing my voice. I wouldn't let, not this time, like I let, I let that... Uh, stopped me from doing things I wish I could have done in high school or in university or in my early 20s but on my late 20s I was like not anymore I don't want to stop me anymore like really I want to share myself even if my English is super imperfect even if my skin is not perfect on camera even if my design skills are also not perfect I am doing it and the purpose is greater than that. Um, so I'm trying to go beyond my ego. And I invite you to do the same. I went beyond my ego to publish my first post. My first video in the camera. And to start sharing my idea. And my story. And um, I think now we are... At least my clients come to me. And the most reoccurring story or, or or message that tell me like I don't want to be like a mainstream influencer who thinks that everyone will love you because of your selfies I don't want that and I think all of us feel like that at this point we don't want to be another copy paste we don't want to create more noise and I understand that part but if we go beyond that it's beautiful to communicate it's beautiful to express yourself. And if you are having the calling, it's not just um, just because it's there and just because everyone else is doing it. it. No, it has a reason. If you have the calling to become a um, podcaster or to write something or to communicate something, your story or to build a community, whatever is your calling, please pay attention to it because it's telling you something. It's telling you that you want to share something besides if you have 50 followers or 1 million it's a fulfillment on your heart and on you and if you start with the proper reasons 
you will notice that later on it's going to connect in depth with the right people for you. And at the end, I, what I realized is that it's not that I was an introvert and it was I was extremely shy. It's that I was all the time, almost for 25 years or 28 years, I wasn't surrounded by the right people. And I don't mean like, oh, my friends were bad or whatever. No, no, no. They, I have really nice friends and I had really nice relationships. But what I mean with, with that is that it's easier to be yourself and to be authentic when you have a community of people who understand you, who get you. And I call them a soulful community or soulful clients, soulful connections. It's kind of soulmates, right? You, you don't need to explain yourself. You don't feel shy. You don't feel shame because they get you. When you find that, your life changes and you don't feel weird or inadequate anymore and for me that was biggest changer and now I can share it and I'm really really happy that today I share my story in different formats and with ease and with joy really everywhere I do everywhere I go or everything I do it's just with a lot of joy in any format uh, I have YouTube I have um, podcast Instagram and I also love public speaking, even if I know I'm not really good at it and I know I can improve, but I really don't let perfectionism kick in. And I ha sometimes I get messages, that's funny, I get messages sometimes w from friends and really, really nice, but they tell me like, Ali, eh, there is a typo in this post. And it's like, thank you so much for telling me, but honestly, I don't care. <laughs> if I would be selling grammar or proofreading services oh my god of course i would care i allow myself to make typos to make mistakes and you can tell that mantra to yourself i allow myself to make mistakes and i allow myself to share my voice with joy and ease so i really hope that this was inspiring for you i encourage you to share your voice online in the format that feels the most authentic to you I love podcasting because I and I don't do it with camera at this point I don't do it with camera because I can open my heart with you and I can be really vulnerable and I feel I'm just having a chat with my best friend and this is one format I use YouTube for educating and for sharing other type of things and Instagram is also very nice for interacting building community so you don't have to do it all I do it because I really like all of them, but you don't have to do it all. Choose a place, a container of your voice where you can share your stories. And if you still don't know, then text me and I can help you with that. The most important thing is that you have the calling to share your story, to share your voice. And then, honestly, the social media platform will come at a later stage. The most important is that you have a story to tell, and we all have but that you want to, or you have a topic that you are really passionate about. And then the social media platform will come later. And please get rid of the idea that you have to be on TikTok or that that's the only way. That's actually, I'm not there. I tried, I don't like it at all. And I'm pretty happy with what I have today. <laughs> and I dedicate for this 
content creation part no more than two hours a day and my business is around it a full-time business so it's doable it's possible but please don't silence the need or the calling to start sharing your voice crafting your story telling your knowledge sharing your knowledge all that it's super beautiful um and this is the story i wanted to tell today and i really want to encourage you to do it please don't silence yourself and i hope that you will get started if you got started please share with me <laughs> the link of your new project i love i would love to hear you or to read you or to watch you because i've been there and for me it took really months of my own transformation and I can see that on my clients too but I really wish I had more support from the coaches I took back on the time I took business coaching and I feel like I needed more emotional support than business support so yeah I hope that you found this useful or inspiring and thank you for being here and for listening Besos.